Welcome to Journey with Jesus, Jesus Conversations with Jill and Tanya to bring you closer to the joy that awaits you in Jesus. There is joy in the journey with Jesus. Today we are going to talk about the scripture, Blessed is she who believed. And there's more to the scripture. Tanya, would you share Luke 1, 45 with us? Blessed is she who believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. I cling to this. This is one of the ones that I kind of rotate through on my desk and where I read. Because when we pursue God daily, we are going to be more in tune with him. We're going to be able to tap into the benefits and the blessings and the promises that he has in store for us. And this scripture is very powerful. It talks about blessed is she who believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises for her. So do you believe that God will fulfill his promises to you? If you're listening today, do you believe that, first of all, God has promises for you? And then secondly, that he will fulfill those promises to you. You know, if you don't read the Bible, you're not going to know what his promises are. You can't know unless you read. And so that is what I have decided to do is continue to read these promises and believe them. You know, I have found hope when I read these promises and I believe them. I believe that God will fulfill them. We don't know when, but I know that there's a fulfillment. The scripture tells us so right here. In fact, this morning when I was reading, I was reading on down further into the chapter, and and I ran across, this is still in Luke chapter 1, verses 49 and 50. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. And as I was praying, it was just like God was saying, it's all going to be okay. So when you read the scripture, it allows you to be more in tune with what God has in mind. It allows you to let God talk to you and reveal himself to you. And in that, you get to know those promises. For me, the more I have read, the more I have gotten closer to some scriptures that really have meaning to me in a different way that I've not experienced Mm -hmm. before. And those scriptures you read were Mary's song of praise. And I love it. A lot of people look to this as a, as a, there's a song called the Magnificent and talking about how Mary says, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior. And she spoke this. Um, as a prayer, as a song over her Lord. So let's back up. And Luke chapter 1 is a story where Mary visits Elizabeth, and it starts in verse 39. And so Mary arose, and she wanted to go visit Elizabeth. And Mary wanted to go visit Elizabeth, her relative, because she was pregnant. And she wanted to go talk to her and stay with her a little while and share the good news of great joy. And I love this part. When Elizabeth heard the very voice of Mary, her greeting, when she came in and said, Elizabeth, you know what happened? The baby that Elizabeth was carrying, because Elizabeth was pregnant too, and can you imagine them both going together and wanting to talk about their pregnancies and everything, but they were both 
filled with the Holy Spirit, and that baby in Elizabeth's womb jumped. Jump for joy. Jump for joy just in hearing her voice. And you know, both of these women were blessed by God with babies, a promise from the Holy Spirit. Tanya, why do you think both of these women were favored that way? Why were they both in tune to the Holy Spirit, and why did God show favor? I think because they were fearful of Him in an awing way, not, oh my gosh, I've got to hide, but they were in reverence to what God's promises were, and they drew in closer. And God knew that these were special women, and He knew that there were special things and special promises that He had for them. And the fact that Elizabeth's baby jumped for joy goes back to that verse I talked to you a moment about from verse 50, generation Mm -hmm. to generation. I think that is so important because no matter where you are in your life, no matter what promises have come to you or not, maybe your promises are still coming, you do not have to stay in the current generation that you're in. You can break those things that maybe are not working well for your life. You can change those generational things and come out with God's promises on the other end and eternal life. Mm -hmm. That is so right. That is is a great way of expressing that. And, you know, these women also, both of them were waiting. They were waiting on a promise. Now, Mary was young, they say 13, around that age, and was just such a faithful servant. You know, we wonder sometimes, you know, why did God choose her? But remember, God sees our heart. He knows our faith. And when the angel appeared to Mary and said, Greetings, favored one. You have found favor with God. And you will become the mother of Jesus Christ. You will be with child. You will conceive as a virgin, a son. And can you imagine this? Let's Let's just think a minute about being visited by an angel and hearing those words. And how did Mary respond? Mary responded with, and the scripture reads from verse 38, I am the Lord's servant. Mary answered, may your word come to me, be fulfilled. And then the angel left her. Mm. There are so many times when I have sat back and and waited for things. You know, Mary may not even realize what she was waiting for, but she was in tune with what God wanted for her and wanted to be in his will. We talked about that in our podcast a week ago. I want to encourage people that are listening today. This comes from Psalm 27, verse 14. I think it's real important that we fall back to Scripture to help guide our thinking. Wait for the Lord and be strong. Take heart and wait for the Lord. When we wait for the Lord, His promises will come to pass. Not in our timeline, but in His timeline. And maybe some of those hurdles are you not being in tune with the Spirit in the way that God's wanting you to go. But when you surrender yourself and you find yourself back close to Him, close to God's Word, close to your prayers, He will open up those promises to you, just like He did for Mary and Elizabeth. Yes, and both of these women were ready to receive these promises. They both were humble and obedient and faithful to the Lord. And I love that they both were filled so much with the Holy Spirit that when they came together, the baby jumped in Elizabeth's womb. I want to go back to that. You know, when is the last time we have jumped for joy? 
because we knew that there was something coming around that there was going to be a fulfillment of a promise that we believed we didn't know when but we just knew that there was going to be some sort of fulfillment and that might even just be feeling that peace and that joy and that hope that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ not necessarily that he's going to give us something he gives us himself amen and that is the best blessing of all he gives us the Holy Spirit and you said it before these women were in tune with the Holy Spirit there's a frequency kind of like when you turn on your radio Um, the other day I was listening to the radio and it just went to static and there was no frequency you couldn't hear the words that were, were being spoken you couldn't hear the music because there was not that Holy Spirit connection and it just broke but once the Lord enters into you you have a relationship with him you're in tune with the Holy Spirit then that frequency gets strong and you hear the music again you believe the promises again and you sing a song just like Mary praised her Lord just like Elizabeth her baby jumped for joy and they greeted each other with love and encouragement and and just a lot of joy for where your treasure is there your heart will be also that is scripture that comes from Matthew 6, 21. Truly, what you're focusing on is where your heart is. Is your heart on Jesus today? Or is your heart on the things of this world? Yes, the things of this world are part of what it mm-hmm. takes to go through life. But I want to be successful here on earth. But more importantly, have eternal life. So I'm working very hard to stay close to my Lord stay close in that relationship so I'm hearing his spirit so that I am where God needs me to be to fulfill his promises to me. Exactly and so that you're in tune with the spirit. You're on that radio frequency if you want to look at it that way where God is, where the Holy Spirit is working. And you know when you're in tune you hear things that he's telling you. I don't necessarily mean audible voices. There have been some people that say they've heard the audible voice of the Spirit working, but I'm just talking about also in the Word of God. You read something and it jumps out of the page and it's like God is speaking to me through this. Or you hear a scripture and then someone says it for you or you hear it somewhere or you hear it in a message or you see it, someone living it out. I mean, these are ways that He can speak to us. And when we pray and seek His face, He also will speak to us. But you know what? We have to be listening. I believe that both Mary and Elizabeth were listening. They were in that place in their life where they were waiting for a promise, listening, waiting for God, and they were attentive with their hearts wide open. I came across a scripture in Acts yesterday, and this scripture just really spoke to me, and I just want to read it. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention. And this is from Acts 16, verse 14. And what that story is about is Paul went to visit someone named Lydia. And she was praying with a lot of women. They were praying and they were listening and they were in tune to the Holy Spirit. And guess what? She paid attention to what Paul had to say for her because he was coming to preach the word and her heart was open. You know who opened it? The Lord. The Lord will open our hearts if we surrender and let him. He really will. And to... To put it into a little bit different perspective, maybe a little more worldly, but take the scripture with you. Nobody's saying you have to 
stand around with your Bible all day long. It's just that you have those thoughts in your mind so that you're ready Mm -hmm. and you're preparing all along the path. I follow a leadership author, and he's actually a pastor too, John Maxwell. And I ran across something he had to say the other day, and it talks about there are three types of attitudes that people have. There is a naive, where they just will listen to one person. There's an arrogance, where they won't listen to anyone. And there's a teachable. Teachable, they learn from all types. Mm -hmm. When you open your heart to Jesus, and you open your heart to the world, Jesus is going to give us a spirit. And he's going to show us things that only he can show us. But when we are in tune and listen to those others around us, we get to draw from them and their experiences, which only enriches where we are. So I don't know about you, but I want to be very much in a teachable place because I have not learned it all. And I am excited about what I'll learn today, tomorrow, and next week. But I want it all to be for God's glory. And I want it to be in His will. And I think that is so important that we remember God is with us all the time. Just call His name. Follow me. One of my favorite short scriptures. Mm -hmm. Uh, Follow me. And when you follow Jesus, He is going to give you the promises that He's assured you. He is going to shower you with more blessings than you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, even in those trials and things that weigh our hearts down, He's going to be right there with you, and it's going to be less of a burden because He's going to help you carry it. You know, Tanya, that is so true, and I just love um, what Jesus will do for us. I love that He will enter our hearts, give us the power of the Holy Spirit working in us so that we can face each day. You know, I know that there are a lot of us out there that feel invisible. People aren't listening to us. And that gets frustrating. We might be teachable and we may want to hear what others have to say and we're listening to them, but we don't feel like they're listening to us. You know, I I love the two-way conversation that you can have with people. It's not fun being with someone that's always talking about themselves and not listening to you. And, you know, the good thing about God, He sees you. You are visible to Him. You are not invisible and He hears you. So not only do we need to be in this word, like you said, to live it out, we need to be in prayer. And that prayer is that two-way conversation. You speak to God, He's listening. Don't ever doubt He's listening. You're visible to Him. You are not invisible. And then when you speak to Him, He speaks back to you in ways where you just, you may just have a experience like Mary and Elizabeth did, where your heart just leaps with joy and you come alive on the inside and you know that nothing is impossible with him. In Luke 1.37, the scripture reads, For nothing will be impossible with God. And that was in reference here to Elizabeth in her old age has conceived a son. And she was called barren. She didn't look on the outside like she would be able to have a child. She was very advanced in age, but nothing is impossible with God. And she believed in these promises that God would fulfill in her. So we want to encourage you, nothing will be impossible with God. Do you believe that? I do. And I like the version out of Mark, chapter 10, verse 27. For with God, all things are possible. I have little prayer cards Mm -hmm. that I keep on my desk and they rotate out. And I love it when it comes to that particular scripture because I feel like a a giant that can can do anything when I have God working with me. Mm -hmm. 
You know, so there may be some prayers that you're praying. What about praying in faith, believing? You know, I've prayed before, Tanya, where I just, okay, I don't know that God really can answer this, but I'm going to pray it anyway. That's not the way I want to pray anymore. That was my way of praying before I really knew the power of the Holy Spirit in me. Now, when I pray, I believe it before I see it. And you know, that doesn't mean God's going to answer it exactly how I pray it, but I believe that He is bigger than anything that I'm ever going to go through, bigger than any circumstance, and that if it be His will, He will answer it. Indeed, and we have to remember that we are part of His Spirit, and He created us for His good pleasure. We are His great craftsmanship, and He loves you beyond measure. You can't even begin to fathom how much He loves you. So entertain that relationship maybe you put on the shelf for a while. You're going to be surprised, and you're going to be fulfilled with the promises that God has for you when you let Him guide your steps. Amen, Tanya. Couldn't have said it any better. And believe that God is always faithful. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 2 and 3, it says, Not all have faith, but the Lord is faithful. And so let's live and walk and believe. Let's, let's be faithful to Him. God will always be faithful to us. Wow. God, we want to come to you in prayer now. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to share in the promises that you have for each one of us today. Lord, help us to let go of our fear, cast all of our worries and cares to you. We know that you love us and you want what's best for us. Lord, help us to find your will. Open the eyes of our heart that we can see you differently, that we reach to you knowing that you love us so much. There is nothing in this life that we have done that would separate us from you. You have a grand plan in mind for us. Lord, help us to find that place. Help us to draw you in so that we can fulfill the promises you have for us. Lord, we ask all these things in your name. And dear Heavenly Father, oh, how we love you and how we believe that you can do anything. Lord, nothing is impossible with you, and we believe that. Thank you for showing us some things today through the lives of these women who were in tune with the Holy Spirit, who were humble and faithful and obedient and willing to do what it was that you had in mind for them. They were willing to work out their salvation with fear and trembling. And Lord, you blessed them because they believed. So Lord, help us to be better at believing and not doubting. Lord, help our unbelief and help us to be more and more like you each and every day as we follow you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Remember, you can follow along on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and SoundCloud.com. Just do a search for Journey with Jesus. And we're so glad that you joined us today. We hope that you heard something today that will encourage you to find your joy in Jesus. If you want to reach out to us, we have an email, journeywithjesus2019 at gmail.com. Please reach out. We would love to hear from you. There's joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus.